On today's episode, I'll be answering your mailbag questions about the Dallas Stars. We'll be talking about Ryan Suter and whether or not we can anticipate a buyout for his contract this offseason. We'll talk about which prospects we would like to see integrated into the Dallas Stars roster next season and talk about the future of NHL broadcasts and how it affects the team that has become so beloved amongst the Stars fan base. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked on Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Friday, June 9th. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. We are always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. Uh, and you can also find us on social media. Just search Locked On Stars on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and thank you. Uh, for tuning in all of this week as we've been doing our player evaluation series. Taking a break from that this today uh, on this episode to do some mailbag questions. So thank you to those of you that submitted mailbag questions to me and be on the lookout all summer long. Normally, the tweets will go out either Wednesday or Thursday in preparation for mailbag episodes on Friday. I will be posting those prompts on Twitter as well as on YouTube on the community tab. So let's go ahead and jump into the first question uh, which comes from our guy, Dakota, uh, who's always asking questions, a very loyal listener, uh, one of the everydayers here at Locked on Stars. Dakota says, what's your personal thoughts on the suitor contract situation? Keep him or let him go? Uh, and Dakota goes on to say, I personally don't think he's our worst defender, but I know the amount of money he's being paid is too much for what he brings. Uh, thank you, Dakota, for submitting this question. And it's a very interesting situation with Ryan Suter and really just buyouts in general, as Jim Nil uh, was participating in his end of season press conference on Thursday and was asked by Saad Youssef of the athletic friend of the show about whether or not there would be any buyouts this off season. And Jim Nil said uh, that he wasn't planning on any or sitting on any at this current time, which of course makes sense. It feels like that's not really something that you're just going to come out and say uh, if something wasn't already in motion or something wasn't already done. So just because Jim Nil said that in his press conference doesn't necessarily mean nothing is going to happen. Of course, there could be something in the works, but there also could be some truth to it, uh, especially as it pertains to Ryan Suter, who we know is on everybody's mind for a buyout at this moment. Uh, but the Stars may be wise to not buy Ryan Suter out. I think that there are some pros to it. And there are some cons, the pros that, you know, you buy him out and you might could save a little bit of money. It wouldn't be a ton, but then, you know, you're paying him for what the next three or four seasons uh, with two seasons left on his contract. To my understanding, a buyout then last double the amount of time remaining on the contract. So, you know, you'd be paying him for the next few handful of years, even though he's not playing on your team. 
But, uh, you know, then you look at just having a hole on the roster and not having a defenseman there. And while I agree with Dakota that, you know, Ryan Suter certainly at times was not the worst defenseman on the team, I feel like there was a lot more bad than good uh, with the sample that we saw from him this past year and even uh, the season before his first go around with the Dallas Stars. But you look at the rest of the situation with the Dallas Stars defensive core and things are just a little bit shaky right now. You're only losing Joel Hanley in free agency. Yanni Hockenpah is going on un- is undergoing knee surgery. Not really sure what the fallout looks like from that, how long the recovery is or what that time frame looks like. But there's a chance that maybe Yanni Hockenpah is not playing with the Stars during training camp and maybe not available for the start of the season. To my understanding, the knee surgery was more to clean some things up. So it doesn't seem too severe, uh, but we do know that Hockenpah is getting some things cleaned up with his knee. Also did have some back issues that he was battling down the stretch of the season. But outside of just the, the, you know, the personnel and having bodies on the defensive core, the Stars are also just in a weird cap situation where it might make things difficult to find a suitable replacement for Ryan Suter. As of right now, the Dallas Stars have around $7.3 million in cap space, which you might say, oh, that doesn't sound too bad, but keep in mind that the Stars do need to re-sign some players. Ty Delandria, as I've discussed, is likely a surefire re-sign, as well as maybe Max Domi or Evgeny Dodonov. I feel like it makes it incredibly tricky to get both guys back with that cap space while also looking to re-sign Delandria, as well as any other moves that the team might be wanting to make this offseason. There just might not be a plausible way to bring in a replacement defenseman that would be a better option than Ryan Suter. Uh, I mean, you could find someone to fill that role, but they might not be able to produce uh, and might not be you know, a, a net positive over what you're getting from Suter at this current moment in time. So I don't necessarily see a buyout incoming. Uh, again, Jim Neal could have something you know, in the works or something that he's maybe waiting on, depending on some other, you know, things that potentially play out this offseason through trades or free agency. I really do expect the Stars' biggest moves to potentially come via trade this offseason. Given the cap situation, uh, we maybe could see some players on the way out. Maybe Ryan Suter, but I also, you know, there's a no-move clause, I believe, in that contract that he has. And also, I can't imagine that many teams would be excited to get Ryan Suter and inherit that contract for a 38-year-old defenseman. Uh, who has had a pretty inconsistent past few seasons uh, where there has been some good and there's been some bright moments like this past year in the playoffs against Minnesota, but there's also some negatives like the playoff series against Seattle and Vegas. So I'm not here to say that the buyout won't happen. It very well could, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if Jim Neal were to pull something like that, but you know, I'm also not here to say that it is going to, or that it's not not going to happen that Ryan Suter won't be bought out it's really a confusing and tricky situation that the stars have found themselves in and I'm not surprised at all to see Jim Nil be as you know vague about it as he was but there also could be a ton of truth to what he said and that there's not really a plan for a buyout at this moment in time Uh, and I think that they're waiting for some other defensemen to kind of rise through the ranks prospect wise uh, and be ready to take that leap and go from either you know the AHL or junior hockey or you know international hockey and being ready to be on the team. And I think they're hoping that that day comes whenever Ryan Suter's time with the team ends and Ryan Suter is just a placeholder at this current juncture, which you know you just might have to live with if you're a Stars fan, and that's just an unfortunate matter of fact at this time. But we'll be monitoring the situation closely uh, throughout the offseason to see if a buyout is in order for Ryan Suter. 
Well, next we are going to discuss a few of those potential defensemen, some guys that I personally would like to see integrated into the Stars roster this season. We'll answer our next mailbag question coming up next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. Bird Dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton, and they've fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movements. Bird Dog uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. If you want to get your own pair, go to birddogs.com slash NHL and enter promo code LOCKEDONNHL for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. Again, that is birddogs.com slash NHL. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen every single day for all the everydayers out there making our podcast a part of your daily routine. I truly appreciate it. So we continue on with today's mailbag episode. And the second question coming from our guy, Logan, at Noisy Cricket on Twitter. And he asks, other than Stanky and Maverick, Logan Stankoven and Maverick Bork, who should the Stars focus on integrating into the lineup for next season? And this is an excellent question because the Stars do have a pretty nice bounty of options outside of those two. Uh, Logan Stankoven and Maverick Bork seem to be the front runners for guys who could make the jump and be members of the Dallas Stars next season, either at a full-time capacity or maybe for a Maverick Bork type of player, a guy who is on and off with the NHL club, but also balancing time with the Texas Stars of the AHL. But there are a few other players that certainly would be prime candidates to see some time in the NHL or at least see some more time uh, than they originally got. And one guy that I know a few a few of you even responded to Logan's question uh, and said, this player, Niels Lundqvist, who isn't technically a prospect. He played or was played, quote-unquote, and was a member of the Dallas Stars for the entirety of the regular season, but really saw his minutes limited down the stretch of the regular season and did not play once during the Stanley Cup playoffs. But a player who certainly has shown some flashes, the Dallas Stars acquired Niels Lundqvist last offseason, traded away their first-round pick in this year's draft in order to acquire Niels from the New York Rangers absolutely has the potential to be a very good player for this organization. I think that it was necessary that he missed the minutes that he did. And it kind of happened all throughout the regular season. We would see Niels Lundqvist play for several games in a row. And then we would see him be a healthy scratch in favor of Joel Hanley to come into the lineup. And anytime that happened, Niels Lundqvist tended to play pretty well after returning from those healthy scratch assignments. And he even said that in some ways, even though it was difficult for him to sit out and have to watch the team from the press box, that he thinks that he's benefited from it. And I hope and really do think that that could be the case for this past postseason. Niels Lundqvist getting the opportunity to watch the Stars go on this deep run, not getting to play any minutes, but hopefully uh, learning along the way and getting to watch some other guys like Miro Haskinen uh, and even, you know, to some extent, Ryan Suter early in the postseason, I think will be beneficial for him long term. And I really do hope that is the case, not just for his sake. I, I really do hope as a player, he's a great kid, really nice kid, but also plays uh, incredibly hard despite being a little bit smaller than some other defensemen on the ice. But the Stars really do need him to pan out because they gave up a first round pick for him. The Dallas Stars at this current moment, not 
picking in the first round of this year's draft, which uh, they wouldn't have gotten a very high pick anyway, but still you, you like to have, you know, those draft picks in your back pocket and the stars could potentially be missing out on a really nice player uh, and could potentially see Niels Lundqvist not materialize, which I don't think will be the case. Again, when Niels Lundqvist was playing, I did like a lot of what I saw. There were some things that needed to be fixed and there's some things that are just out of his control. Uh, but it's a new age NHL where you don't need all of your defensemen to be built uh, like a Yanni Hockenpah or a Jamie Alexiak. You can have these smaller players that can thrive in, in, in the right system. And I think that, you know, Pete DeBoer's system could be complementary to Niels Lundqvist's play style. So I'd be really excited to see what his role looks like with the team this upcoming season. Now that he has kind of a full year of being a NHL player under his belt. Uh, at least he was getting more playtime with the Dallas Stars than he was with the Rangers up in New York. But there's a couple of other players who haven't played uh, with the Dallas Stars either at all or for the last guy I'm going to talk about in quite some time. But I think a sneaky pick for this upcoming season for a guy that I would like to see integrated potentially into the lineup is 2022 first-rounder Leon Bichelle, who was injured back in early May with an ankle injury. He's on a six- to eight-week recovery path from everything I can see. The hope is that he's healthy and ready to go for training camp at the end of the summer before the start of the season. But this is a towering, bruising defenseman, kind of built like a Jamie Alexiak, but he can carry the puck. We've seen him play you know, with the national team in Switzerland. Uh, I believe he's played a lot of his other hockey in Sweden. If I'm not mistaken, he's been playing over in Europe for the past few seasons. But a guy who isn't just a big man who can pack a punch, but he, he can do some damage offensively as well. He can navigate the neutral zone and get his team into the offensive zone across the blue line. And he recently signed an entry-level contract with the Dallas Stars shortly after his injury. Uh, and I don't necessarily know for a fact that we will see him play in the NHL, but the option now is there at 19 years old, and it is not beyond the Dallas Stars to go out and play a 19-year-old kid uh, for an entire season in the NHL. I don't know if his role would be for an entire season, but I really would like to see if he's healthy and if he's up for it, would like to see how his game translates to the NHL uh, and see you know, just how his game works uh, with his size and you know, not flat-out speed because he is pretty big, but he moves pretty well for his size. A really interesting prospect in Leon Bichelle, who I know a lot of people, including myself, are excited about uh, just given what he brings to the table, just in terms of his aggressive and almost violent at times play mixed with a little bit of finesse and skill uh, with the stick and with the puck offensively. Could be a really intriguing guy for the Stars moving forward. And the last player that I'm really just curious about where he stands in the organization is Riley Damiani, a guy who we haven't talked about in quite some time on this podcast, a fifth-round pick for the Stars back in the 2018 draft. He was the AHL Rookie of the Year for the 2020-2021 season, and he has made his NHL debut, actually scored a goal against the St. Louis Blues in his NHL debut at the American Airlines Center, not this most recent season, but two seasons ago. Uh, I believe it was mid-December, uh, a home game against the St. Louis Blues where Ray Riley Damiani did score uh, his first career NHL goal. 13 goals, 18 assists, and 31 points, and 59 games played in Cedar Park with the Texas Stars this past year. Pretty respectable numbers, but he's just a guy who is kind of just floating around right now where you know he's putting up good numbers and producing in the American Hockey League, and he has made his NHL debut, but he hasn't made that jump to being a full-time NHLer. And part of that could be that his primary role is the centerman position, 
which the Dallas Stars do have a plethora of at the NHL level. But you would think that he could be moved around if necessary. And I'm really just curious what the Stars' plans for him long term are. Because this just isn't a, your typical fifth-round pick. Again, this guy won the Rookie of the Year award in the American Hockey League, has shown flashes down there, obviously has shown some flashes during his brief time in the NHL. And I, I just really am anxious and curious to see how he's looked at during this training camp cycle, during this preseason, how much playtime he gets, who he gets to play with. Uh, and I'm not saying that it's a guarantee he's going to be in, you know, on the opening night roster, but he's a guy worth keeping an eye on because I think he's a pretty darn good player who isn't going to be a superstar caliber guy, but a guy who could come in and play some middle six minutes and be a really nice depth piece, I think, for this Dallas Stars club. So that's one last guy to be on the lookout for during training camp when it comes up in a few months, Riley Damiani. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll answer the final question and talk about the future of NHL broadcast with Valley Sports seeming to be going out the window and what the future could hold for the Dallas Stars and their broadcast crew. All of that coming up next. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section or row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download Game Time today, create an account, and use Locked On NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Final segment of today's episode of Locked On Stars, talking about the future of NHL broadcast. Uh, the world of sports in general are in a pretty weird spot right now in terms of broadcasting. As we know, uh, Bally Sports, uh, a member of the Sinclair Broadcast Group, currently kind of dissolving in front of our eyes with some bankruptcy issues. Seems like a lot of games across the NHL, MLB, NBA, and maybe even beyond could be broadcast on different platforms. And, uh, you know, if in case you're unaware, all of pretty much every Dallas sport is broadcasted on Bally Sports Southwest and has called Bally Sports home for the past few seasons. But some news broke recently in the NHL that uh, could be maybe one of the first few dominoes to fall and some movement uh, and just people being displaced across the NHL. 14-year Blues broadcaster Darren Pang announced that he would be joining the Chicago Blackhawks broadcast team, and it was a shock uh, to many fans, both in the Blues and Blackhawks fan base, as well as just across the NHL, uh, because not only is Pang leaving uh, the current organization that he works for and covers to join another, but it is one of a bitter rival. The, the Blues and the Blackhawks do not like each other, and it's just very, very interesting to see this as Pang did have his contract expiring. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you see I have a link uh, or a tweet rather with a link to an article in The Athletic by Jeremy Rutherford, uh, which kind of discusses that Pang was on the final year of his contract that ended this past season. And so there was already some speculation that he could be moving on or might not be coming back. But to see him join, you know, a rival team's broadcast was really, really interesting and makes me curious what the future holds 
for the Dallas Stars and their broadcast going forward. Uh, and I've said this before, and I, I don't just say it to, for the sake of saying it or because I know uh, that I'm a Stars podcast and, and covering the Stars, but I think that you know Stars fans have grown accustomed to one of, if not the very best, broadcast in the NHL. Josh Bogard uh, and you know Daryl Ray, and, and you know one of, again one of, if not the best tandems in the league. Uh, just both of them bringing energy, really good insight. But then you look at you know at Valley Sports, and it's deeper than that. It's Michelle McMahon doing you know, the, the sideline reporting, and then even the pregame show, Stars Live, Brian Ray, Brent Severin, Lauren Collander, uh, all and a, a really great crew uh, that does incredible job with their coverage, and who knows what their role could look like with the team moving forward or what their role looks like just in terms of broadcasting. It depends on what platform that, you know, games ended up getting carried on. I know I've seen in other leagues that, you know, the MLB is maybe going to pick up and, and broadcast games while there's a look for a solution. It's a very confusing time, and I'm sure concerning uh, for people in this profession. And uh, it's just all very, you know, clouded right now as two of the sports, I guess, you know, the NHL and NBA aren't quite fully in their off seasons, but they're getting close. And the MLB in the full swing of things, a very, very weird predicament, but it just, really started to make me think uh, and reminded me of how fortunate we are here in Dallas to have, again, such an incredible crew uh, on television. But then, I mean, Josh and Razor also on the radio. I mean, you hear the same broadcast on the radio that you do on TV, which is pretty special, and you don't see that all of the time uh, across the sports landscape and a pretty unique experience here for the fan. But I'm really hoping uh, that everyone I've mentioned here, as well as the people who produce the broadcast and things of that nature, end up in a place where they can continue to work and use their talents, uh, whether that be for the Dallas Stars or elsewhere. But I really do hope that the Stars can retain the majority of their crew because it is a very excellent crew. But it's a storyline that we'll be following as the season approaches as people you know, start to get excited for games and start to wonder, where can I stream and broadcast and watch uh, these hockey games? Because people like to keep up with their team and not everyone can be at every single home game at the AAC. So it's important uh, that, the, that the NHL and NBA and MLB are able to find these settlements where hopefully, hopefully uh, everyone can be a winner to some extent. Although I am fearful that it could end in a situation where fans have to pay way too much money in order to even get access to a broadcast. But again, a storyline that we will be following this offseason as it pertains to Stars coverage going forward. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Lockdown Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen every single day. Be sure to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. We are always free and available no matter where or how you choose to listen. You can also find us on social media. Just search for Locked On Stars on Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account, at Dane double underscore Lewis. But I hope you guys enjoy your Friday. Have a great, great weekend, and we'll see you back here on Monday. 